Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Luna Love of the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and in today's episode, we're exploring Capricorn season. Capricorn season begins on the 22nd of December in Australia and runs until the 21st of January. The commencement of Capricorn season always signifies the solstice. In the Southern Hemisphere, we're celebrating the summer solstice, and in the Northern Hemisphere, you guys are celebrating the winter solstice. During the winter solstice, they say that the sun is at the weakest point in the cycle, bringing the longest night of the year. And during the summer solstice, the sun is at its strongest, bringing the longest day of the year. Neither is better or worse. Both bring potential for a little magic. Under the solstice, no matter what hemisphere you're in, the veil between dimensions is thin and the energy grid of the planet shifts into a higher vibrational state, you could say. We get a similar energy on the solstice as we do during an equinox. As I said, the solstice aligns with the commencement of Capricorn season and Capricorn is a grounded, earthy and disciplined sign. And these are all energetic qualities that we can nurture within ourselves during the solstice, no matter what hemisphere you're in. The energy for the hemispheres is a little different though. And I'll give you a brief overview of both, but really just kind of trust your intuition around the solstice. In the Northern Hemisphere, it's dark, yeah? The longest night of the year. So what does your intuition tell you you should be doing? It's a wonderful time to be still. Sit with yourself in your own shadows. Notice what gets stirred up when you cannot see everything clearly. It's a time for rest and contemplation. Really, it marks your hibernation period. Now, on the other side of the world, in the Southern Hemisphere, it's a celebration of light. Yeah, it's time to get out there and shine. No more hiding. It's time to live and radiate. And the longest day of the year reminds us that there is always light at the end of a dark tunnel. You just have to keep following it. All right. Let's dive into Capricorn season. 
I'm actually really excited every time Capricorn season rolls around because I feel like the Capricorns of the world are very misunderstood. Um, I do a lot of natal chart readings full stop, but I do a lot of natal chart readings for Capricorns. Uh, they always come in a little bit skeptical and that's okay. Um, but I also get a lot of people with Capricorn placements saying that they don't really resonate or identify with being Capricorn. They're like, I'm not cold. I'm not an unexpressive workaholic. (laughs) I think the issue here, like I said, though, is that Capricorn is misunderstood. Um, So let's dive deep into Capricorn energy and hopefully we can have a little bit more understanding of them if if they're our friends and a little bit more understanding of yourself if you yourself are a Capricorn. The symbol for Capricorn is a bit ridiculous. It's the sea goat. What is that? A ridiculous creature. It's a goat with a fish's tail. Hmm. What is the point of that? I'm not sure if it's the symbolism I would have gone with, but I guess the premise kind of works. The idea is that Capricorn is the master of all, the sea and the Rocky Mountains. The sea goat can scale the most treacherous peaks and also dive to the depths of the wildest oceans. Nothing gets in the sea goat's way. Once he's fixed on a goal, he's invincible. Yeah, this is Capricorn. Capricorn is ruled by the planet Saturn and is associated with the 10th house. Now, if you know anything about the houses, the 10th house is, yes, known as the house of career, but also the house of our public facing role. Yeah, and plan and and planet and Saturn is the planet of maturity and self-responsibility and commitment um, and very closely associated with our work ethic. Yeah, so it's no surprise that Capricorn is commonly referred to as the CEO of the Zodiac. But it's not just about work or about running the show. Capricorn is about marrying one's nature with one's public identity. Capricorn is the symbol of integrity And unlike, say, Leo, who performs for the crowd, Capricorn is public facing, but not necessarily for the crowd's enjoyment or to receive applause, but rather for the recognition of achievement and worldly contributions. To not be seduced by that power, Capricorn must be able to recognize their own achievements rather than seek external approval praise their own efforts rather than constantly be needing praise from others. To do this, Capricorn requires solitude. In fact, they need to become the masters of solitude. And this perhaps is where this rumor that they are cold and loveless stems from. It's not that Capricorn doesn't love or want to be loved. It's more about the avoidance of needing another person. They're all about self-sufficiency and self-responsibility. And for many of the signs in the Zodiac, like Cancer or Libra or Pisces, that just doesn't make any sense, (laughs) right? You want to spend time alone? You want to spend time without me, they say? It's not about wanting to for Capricorn. It's just about knowing that they can, that they're capable Does that make sense? Capricorn is also known as a climber, 
this is the mountain goat part of the sign, it wants to scale the highest peaks and achieve all that it can. But again, only with the utmost integrity. So Capricorn pauses, returns to solitude, puts emotion to the side, works on a strategy, finds the inner strength, and then from that place forges ahead. To do this, he requires only two things, self-discipline and patience. Here's another good juncture to address that emotions thing. Capricorn self-discipline is unparalleled. Once Capricorn makes up its mind, it sticks to it. Nothing can sway that seagoat. Not fear, not frustration, nothing. Capricorn's behavior reflects its intentions and its integrity, never its emotions. And you know what's often coupled with emotions? Imagination and fantasy. Capricorn doesn't tussle with either. Unless there's a possibility that that imagination and that fantasy can become a reality. See, Capricorn is a numbers man or person. Person. If it doesn't add up, if it's not logical or at the very least practical, then it's a waste of time. Yeah. Capricorn feels emotion for sure. Right. I can definitely attest to that being relatives of many a Capricorn. We all feel emotion, right? But only for Capricorn, it's only if it makes sense or can make sense of the emotion itself, yeah? Capricorn must understand the emotion. Then Capricorn's free to feel, but likely in solitude, so you might not witness it. The tricky tipping point for Capricorn is when the seagoat busies themselves with their own ambitions so much that they don't take the time to notice the emotion and then attempt to understand it. And this happens quite a bit. This is when Capricorn turns to stone. If Capricorn's solitude turns to isolation, then the seagoat can get struck with loneliness. And from this place, Capricorn can turn into its shadow self. Yeah, The tyrannical dictator drunk on power and authority. Instead of climbing with integrity, the seagoat claws his way to the top of the mountain, perhaps having succeeded, but not in a true reflection of himself. And in that, he's failed. Because Capricorn is only in the highest expression when their public-facing role expresses their own values, interests, and whims, i.e. when they're in integrity. Does that make sense? Listen back to it if you, <laughs> if you need to understand it better. But basically it's saying, yeah, Capricorn has ambition. Yeah, Capricorn wants to get to the top. Yeah, Capricorn is climbing the ladders and building the empires and it has a strategy and it has a plan. But all of that has to be with integrity, right? If it's getting there by clawing its way up, if it's getting there by throwing people under the bus, if it's getting there by lying and cheating... It's not Capricorn energy, not in its highest expression anyway. Okay, so what does this all mean for us? And how does this affect us during Capricorn season? Well, there's ambitious energy abound. Perhaps you're gearing yourself towards success. Many of us are as we enter a new year. So the question is, how can you remain with integrity 
while pursuing your mountainous peak. We can all reflect on whether our pursuits are for our own approval or the approval and recognition of others. Another fabulous quality of Capricorn is its ability to tap into its own innate talents and use those talents to get where they want to go. So what skills and talents are you going to tap into this Capricorn season? Also take solitude this season. Yeah, Capricorn does this with ease, but if taking some time on your own is a stretch task for you, (laughs) then absolutely prioritize it. It's helpful to see where Capricorn falls in your own natal chart. Have a look at what house Capricorn falls in. Um, It may indicate where you're most familiar with Capricorn energy. You might have a few planets in Capricorn, um, but remember, you don't have to have planets in the sign for the sign to be affecting your natal chart. You want to see what house the sign covers. If all of that is gobbledygook to you, (laughs) you might want to consider signing up for my new astrology course kicking off in March, Celestial Storytelling. All right. um, Before I tell you some ways we can work with the energy of Capricorn season, Let's have a look at some of the astrology that we're going to experience during Capricorn season. So as you know, we are currently in a Mercury retrograde. It is retrograding through the sign of Capricorn. Oh yeah, through Capricorn. Um, And then on the 23rd, it's going to switch into Sagittarius and it will stay in retrograde until the 2nd of January when it stations direct. On December 27, we have the Cancer Full Moon. There'll be a separate episode for that. It will come out on Christmas Eve. If you're a subscriber, Christmas Day, (laughs) when are you going to have time to listen to that? I'm sure you will. Find 20 minutes of your time to listen to that on Christmas Day if you are not a subscriber of the podcast. Um, Chiron stations direct on December 26th, so Boxing Day, and Jupiter follows on December 30th when it stations direct. Then on the 11th of January, we have the Capricorn New Moon. There will be an episode dedicated to that. Just as the sun moves into Aquarius, so right at the end of Capricorn season, Pluto will also move out of Capricorn and into Aquarius. And when that happens, that marks all of the planets being direct. So out of retrograde, except except Uranus, who will station direct in a week's time from that on January 27. All right. So after January 27, if you have really felt a slowing down over the last few months, which is very normal Uh, I mean, energetically, probably not societally, everything ramps up. But if energetically you felt a little bit sluggish after Jan 27, so sort of like as we start hitting Feb, you'll start to feel a forward momentum again because every single planet is going to be stationed direct. All right, ways to work with Capricorn season. Take a look at your public persona, right? I said that Capricorn is um, indicative of who we are in our public life. Now, for many of you, maybe you're thinking like, I am not a celebrity. (laughs) I am not in the public eye. I don't mean it like that. I mean like your public persona is, yeah, maybe who you are at work, 
maybe your role as parent, maybe your role within the community, right? It's, it's you outside of your home, basically. Um, check in with your integrity. I would recommend doing a bit of a recap on 2023, how you showed up with integrity, perhaps the times that you didn't. They're the times that we learn. Um, And then maybe do a forward projection for 2024 in ways you would like to show up with integrity. Staying in integrity means knowing your values. So if you're not sure on what your values are, now would be a very good time to get curious. Often during Capricorn season, I say to people, write a plan, make a plan. Yo, make a business plan, write a life plan. They don't call Capricorn the CEO of the Zodiac for nothing. Um, But that feels like a big task at this time of year. So look, I'm just saying, look at the bigger picture, not so much the finer details, if there's a plan to be made. And once you have clarity about what the future looks like, then you can start looking at some practical action steps that you can take to make your vision into a reality. I reckon the Capricorn new moon on Jan 11 would be a really good time to do that. One little thing about Capricorn energy that people don't really know about is there's actually this really beautiful marriage between intuition and the material world, right? Remember that seagoat I spoke of? Well, it's a beautiful representation of the intuitive water energy and the earthbound practicality and recognizing that they can actually coexist. Can you apply this dichotomy to your integrity and your values moving forward in 2024? Manifestation is, after all, a really beautiful dance between action and surrender, intuition and practicality, and the heart and the mind, right? So we're not making our intentions yet. We're just sort of looking at the big picture plan, but just something to keep in mind. I find a lot of the time people are like, listen to your heart, trust your gut. You know, like it's all about your intuition. And oh my God, intuition is so important. Important. You definitely need to check in with it. It's okay to do a bit of analysis. It's okay to check in with your logic too, right? Give them both a seat at the table. And then lastly, Capricorn, self-responsibility. Where can you take responsibility and accountability in your life? Once you start doing that, your entire life changes, right? Now, responsibility. I'm talking about responsibility for you. I know many of you are versed in taking responsibility for everyone else. (laughs) That's not what this is about. It's taking responsibility for yourself, your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own actions. All right, my loves, that's Capricorn season. Um, Enjoy it. I always like, this is always the busiest time of year for me. I think I said this in the last um, episode. I always do like crazy planning things, create courses, write books, all the things. I'm writing my book at the moment. Um, For most of Capricorn, well, all of Capricorn season and a little bit of Aquarius season, I guess. Um, And 
I'm excited because it's the perfect season to be doing it in. Yeah, it puts a firecracker up my butt. <laughs> I'm laughing because I mentioned butts a few times few times in the last episode talking about Capricorn and it's weird and I need to stop doing it. All right, my loves, enjoy this season. I'm going to be back in a few days, actually, um, not long at all with your Cancer Full Moon episode. And then we, then what? Oh, okay. And then the next episode will be your 2024 episode. I've already written it. I'm just about to record it. I'm very excited. There's a few things happening that are quite exciting next year. I don't know if you remember the 2023 forecast, but basically it was like, oh, all these planets are moving signs and they haven't done this in so many years and we're going to feel it. And we did. We did really feel it. Um, That is not really happening this year. That already happened. Uh, Sorry, next year. You know what I mean? I mean, whenever you're listening to it, 2024, that's not really happening right? It happened in 2023, so it didn't have to happen in 2024. But there are some powerful transits happening and I'm very excited to walk you through them. So that episode will be out first week of Jan. Um, Very, very exciting. And then it'll be the Capricorn new moon. If you want to book in for a natal chart reading, I've got a couple of spots left in Feb. Um, and then, you know, March, April, May is all open. If you want to join me for celestial storytelling, you can do that. We kick off on March 4. There is a payment plan if you want to take that option, if you don't want to pay in full. And what else? All right, my loves, until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Thank you.